This is episode 46 of Essential Oils by Design. Hi everyone, you're listening to Essential Oils by Design the podcast about essential oils and human design and how they work so beautifully together. We're your hosts, Roz Isbell and Nani Chisire, and there's three things that we're both passionate about, essential oils, human design, and making the world a better place by helping people get both in their lives. Hi, Nani. Hi, Roz. Well, I don't know if I should ask you how you are because... I don't think anybody knows how they are right now, do they? (laughs) It's all a little bit crazy at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. So Nani and I decided that we would do another episode on how we all might be getting on and what's going on with ourselves as individuals and in, you know, group situations with the current Uh, I hate using the word, but I'm going to say it with the current pandemic that we all happen to be experiencing at the moment. So yes, that's what we're going to be discussing today. Before we go any further, I just want to say if my sound sounds a bit off or if you hear a truck going past, we've had to make a few changes around here with our working environment. So I'm not where I normally am. So I apologize if that doesn't sound all that fabulous. And I also wanted to very quickly say, you might think that we are completely confused about what we are calling our podcast at the moment, because for the last few weeks, we've been calling it human design and essential oils. But for a few reasons, we've decided at least in the short term to go back to calling it essential oils by design, mainly because we both love the name and it's what we came up with in the first place because we felt that it explained everything so nicely. But please, we apologize for any confusion. We're calling our beautiful podcast Essential Oils by Design, Human Design and Essential Oils. Nothing's changed. Everything is exactly the same other than a name revision going back. Yeah, to, uh, we just wanted to make sure everyone could find it that was looking for human design because the original name didn't actually have human design in the title. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. And um, we probably have noticed a few people have been finding it now that it's got human design in the title and we'll leave human design in the subtitles, but you won't really notice that. Essential oils by design is who we are. So as I said, we're going to be talking today about how things are going for us and for the people that we know and what might be going on for you. And hopefully we can, you know, give you a little bit of guidance as far as what's going on at your place, but also maybe some advice that you can help other people with. You know, once you understand human design and how it operates, it can just make things so much easier. Having said that, I don't think it's particularly easy for anyone at the moment. So Nani, how have you been going? I feel like right now I, well, I'm definitely a little more over it. Mm-hmm. I still, I still don't totally mind being at, at home or being in a slowed pace, but there are some things that I, I do yearn to do just like 
physically being around people more. But I would say that we've kind of settled into like, I was thinking about it's kind of like when you start a new job or something like that and you it's like overwhelming and it's crazy at first and you're learning and all these things are happening but then eventually a couple months in it becomes the new norm and you're just a little settled in and I kind of feel like that in our life as a family and trying to do my consulting work and my human design work at home we're kind of we're making it work and I'm I'm not super stressed, which is, I guess, kind of interesting to me. I just thought about this the other day. It's like there is a lot happening and it it is like a stressful time, but it's not the same stress that I feel when I'm in traffic or super frustrated because I'm doing something I don't like to be doing. It's kind of like I've surrendered that this is what it is and I got to make it work. It's I'm curious, and this is kind of diving in the deep end, I suppose, but I'm curious to know how that open root of yours feels. <laughs> I was just looking, thinking about the open root right before this, because at first, when this first all started, my to-do list was like getting stuff done in our house and like certain projects with my kids or, you know, things that we've always wanted to do and we just need to like do them now. But now it's like, I want to lay the groundwork for what happens after this, even though I don't know how long it's going to be. And so my open route is like pushing pressure on expanding my, my business. And I, so I'm like basically pressuring myself <laughs> with all of these things to do. It, it, I do put them in, I have a system like putting them in the calendar in my phone, kind of as little tasks or even just like things just like appointments with myself. And then I kind of go in each day and first of all, see what I want to do and then what I really might have time to do. And I definitely can't get all the things done. So I move it to the next day, but this list just keeps (laughs) going with me. And I had an aha today that I need to maybe just take that list and put it on a piece of paper, take it out of my phone for like a week and just kind of take a break so that I have the energy to do it all instead of feeling like I'm using my willpower to push through everything. Yeah. 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 So your nanny's got the open route, which puts a huge amount of pressure on the person who carries it to get things done, you know, to, to not stop until everything's done. And that's not actually what it's meant for. It's how it expresses itself, but it's not what it's actually meant for. And so you just got to be really wary that, yeah, we are probably in this for the long haul for a start. And also that stress that you're feeling is actually not even yours. It's the center for stress. But that stress that you're feeling is, you know, kind of coming from outside sources. It's not even your stuff. So I think it's super important for people to recognize that. And then with the defined will center, that will make you do things that you don't feel like doing that you don't want to do but you've just got this nagging energy that's making you do it you need to be very mindful that that's also potential for burnout and especially you know nani's a generator and it's it's tough but especially when you're an open cycle person with a defined will you need to be very careful that you're not pushing yourself too hard I found this meme, you know, I must say it's a lot of fun combing through social media at the moment. Some of the crazy, silly posts that that are being created by 
people who are a lot cleverer than me, but I saw this thing the other day and I just thought it was so beautiful. It said, after years of wanting to thoroughly clean my house, but lacking the time this week, I discovered that wasn't the reason. And I just think that's, that's just so typical of, of what's been going on for us. You know, we started out with all of this incredible motivation to get things done, thinking, oh, I'm going to spend this time tidying the house or I'm going to spend this time Marie Kondoing the place. And then when you know, everything else is done that still needs to get done, you don't actually have the energy to do it often. And I think it's important to not beat yourself up if you don't get it done. I've got a few things done. I've got a few things that I wanted to get done over this period of time done. And I've got a lot that I haven't got done. There is so much more. I can take a several more weeks of this lockdown to achieve what it is that I decided I was going to achieve at the start. So Nani, can you maybe tell us a little bit about what your house looks like at the moment in terms of the people in it and how, how you're coping on their behalf? Yes, I can. And I, I'm laughing because when you said, tell me how your house looks like, I'm like, well, <laughs> it's kind of a tornado. <laughs> but we, we clean it up every once in a while. Yeah, we have three generators and a reflector in our house. And it came... I guess the difference came to light in a project that we worked on because we were building a, a monkey bar set for one of our generator kids because their bodies need to keep moving and moving and moving and I need more things for them to do. And it's one of like the, the main things that was missed from school. But the project duration was definitely different in the minds of myself. I'm a generator and my husband is a reflector and he could have taken like, you know, this whole time, a couple months and thoughtfully and leisurely put this thing together. But having three generators, like one who has the, I don't know, all this energy to actually do the project and then other ones that are like just kind of maybe maybe they have the closed route I'm not even remembering correctly at the moment but like putting the pressure on like when's this going to be done let's do this today tomorrow tomorrow the next day it was just interesting all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh I know I could get this done but I there was pieces that I couldn't do by myself and I know that I have the energy and everything to to get it done but I didn't like all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh we're putting so much pressure on the open sacral person. <laughs> and it was just a total aha for me, like in that moment. Cause I could, I think when we were working on something, I could tell that we were not working with our energy the same way. Yeah. Hopefully we didn't totally burn him out. <laughs> well, hopefully he's got enough time to recover. <laughs> yeah. So for us, I guess we kind of, lucky we've all been getting on very well there's two manifesting generators and a smaller generator so we've all got sacrals we've all got defined roots we've all got defined emotions there's a few little curly bits there but generally speaking we're doing well 
We're doing really well. Two single definition manifesting generators who are more than capable of going about life on their own without it, without ever seeing another person. Uh, one being a two four and the other one being a three five who probably does like to get out, but it doesn't necessarily have to be with other people. It's just seeing different things and doing different things. And a two four generator who is just loving the, you know, the homeschooling situation and working from home and not having to go out every single day. So from that perspective, we're very lucky. Nani, you and I were discussing the tech issues that a lot of us have been grappling with since, you know, this whole thing started, you know, probably in the last two or three weeks, there's been some big tech stuff going on. Yeah, I'm sure that part of it's because the interwebs, the ethers have been overloaded. And I think, you know, maybe there might be a few things going on energetically from that that perspective as well so yeah we've I've had we've had to grapple with that and that's been a little bit frustrating because you know you can imagine our house is prone to frustration and a little bit of anger but look generally speaking we've been doing really really well but I know you know from my point of view that hermit energy really comes in handy at a time like this and it just the fact that I don't need to go out makes my life a lot easier you're on the roof at the moment nani is that sort of you're four six on the roof is that having an impact on you and the way that you're coping yes i think it also is helping me be more settled being at home because i know some people who i know like in particular a manifesting generator who is very extroverted and she like is definitely missing not only doing many things but like being around many people we our whole family likes to be at home like even when we go on vacations we're ready probably mid-vacation just to come home and kind of like settle back in so it's it is also working all right for us I know that that is not gonna last forever but I do realize that even though there's like a place of like a pause, I've heard it called the pause, I feel like I'm being fire hosed with information and technology and like everyone, like the, it happened with the school and I don't blame them because they like had to adapt very quickly and they just gave us like so much information and so many apps and things that we could do. And with my open route, I'm like, I have to do all these things. We have to like sign up for everything. And we've got to, every day we've got to be doing a different one. And I realized like, maybe it's my open head too. I'm like, that I have the control to what I do and do not want to do out of all of those things. And I mean, it can even happen on social media, the things that you're looking at right now, or the people that you're connected with the energy is not in your house, but it is energy that you're feeling and it affects you. So if you're feeling really good, obviously you can keep feeling good and keep doing what you're doing. But if you're feeling bad, maybe consider stopping one of those things and just, it's kind of like one of those, it's not a fasting test, but when you do those food testings, like if you have food allergies or food mm -hmm. sensitivities and you take everything out and you like slowly add things back in, you yep. can do that with online things or social media or even people wanting to connect virtually, it can still be overwhelming. Like your virtual dates with your friends or play dates with your kids or, I mean, some of it's so great because you can still connect 
being apart. And sometimes you're connecting with people that you might not have even connected with before. But anyways, I see a push-pull in that as well. With Yeah. For sure. Just quickly, I wanted to talk about something I mentioned, which you, some we, it's not something we talk about often on podcasts. It's the splits. And I said that in our house, we're two single definition manifesting generators. So what that means is that all of our defined centers are hooked up via channels. So we've just got one island of hooked up energy centers. And if you look at your human design chart, it will tell you whether or not you're single definition or whether you're split definition or triple split, or you can even be quad split. It's very rare to be quad split. And basically what that means, if you're triple split, you'll see three islands of energy centers that aren't, that are connected to one another. Like each island is connected, but they're not connected to the other islands. And that's the easiest way I can think of to describe it. So it's the channels, like the full lines that run between the energy centers that actually cause the energy centers to be defined or colored in. So if you've got these splits going on, it can cause you to feel like you're, you've got a bit of a disconnect going on. And the way that you hook those connections up is by being in other people's auras, which sort of leads on from what you were saying about being in other people's energy, whether you're in person or whether you're in lo- online. And so if you are a split definition or a triple split definition or a quad split definition, you can be struggling at the moment because you can feel that disconnect in your energy centers. You know, it might be that you have a defined head and ajna and a defined sacral and root and how that feels for you when you're by yourself is that your head doesn't talk to your gut and your, your adrenaline energy or your doing energy. And then when, you, when you're out and in other people's energies, you feel the hookups from other people as, as you walk through energy or as you feel into energy. So when you're at home by yourself and you're not being hooked up or your splits aren't being bridged, that's when you can feel you know, this kind of literal disconnection where you don't, you don't feel whole, you know, you don't feel complete in the Tom Cruise sense. So it's just important for people to know what that means and what that looks like. Often people who have splits will go to the shops, you know, they'll go to the shop, local shopping center and just sit in the shopping center and bathe in the energy that's walking around them. They don't have to talk to anyone. And all of a sudden they feel more complete. And that's much harder to do at the moment. But as Nani said, it is possible to pick up on other people's energy online. You know, you, you, and, and I know that a lot of us are feeling Zoom fatigue or you know, we're, we're sort of over virtual meetings or whatever it happens to be that is, is our chosen way of catching up. There's an app called house party or something that a lot of people are using at the moment too. Nani's shaking her head because she... I don't know that one. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have it either, but I've heard <laughs> it. A lot of people are using it. And it can be a really great way to feel, you know, you might say, oh, you know, I need to talk to other people because I'm lonely. And it might be that you're lonely or it might be that you're feeling disconnected. And when you get yourself into other people's auras and Anyone who understands how energy works, anyone who's ever had a distance Reiki session or a distant energy healing session of any kind knows that 
energy travels. It can travel to the other side of the world in the blink of an eye. So that can be a really good way to help you to feel a little bit more complete. And I think, Nani, you mentioned also about burning up energy, using energy. And of course, when you're a generator type, and 70% of us are generator types, we have to use our energy. Otherwise, we can't sleep. We can't rest properly. And so it's really, really important for anyone who's a generator type to make sure that they are getting out and using, you know, whether it's doing star jumps on the back deck or jumping on the kid's trampoline or, you know, if you're able to going for a walk or a run, if that's your thing, it's not my thing, but just using up that energy. And it's a different kind of energy. That physical energy is a different kind of energy to that emotional energy that a lot of us are are depleted in at the moment. So I think it's super important that you remember that that's a big part of who you are if you're a generator is this, you're a physical being, you have physical energy and it needs to be used. And I will also say this, and I say this at any time, you know, when we're not going through a situation like we're going through at the moment, that if you want something to happen in your life and you're a generator and it's not happening and you're feeling stuck, get out and move go and move, do something, you know, go for a walk every day for a week and see how it changes your life. Because it's about shaking things up inside of you so that the universe can find you to give you things to respond to. At least that's, that's the way that I see it. And that's certainly what happens in my life. And, and so much it happens, you know, with the people that I know. So I know it's easy. I've got, I've got one child who's not quite self-sufficient, but she doesn't take a lot of looking after it can be a little more difficult to do what I just just said if you've got lots of little ones around you how are you coping on that side of things Nani I am getting into shape because I am walking every day I'm saying that backwards but I I had to get out of my house and because I'm a generator I think because I'm a generator and I had to like move my body and now it's become like I have to do it. Like I used to have to write myself notes like today, (laughs) remember to walk. Um, And now I just like, how am I going to fit that in there? Like, how am I going to fit that in what's happening right now? And oftentimes when you have family here with you, you're going out with them. And especially if your kids are generator kids or manifesting generator, you need to get them out a lot too. I imagine this is an interesting time for people figuring that out. If you have generator kids, because they might not be sleeping as well or whatever. And you might not realize that they had a lot of activity at the school that they're at or mm-hmm. whatever, or maybe you're being way more active now and they're sleeping really well. And you're like, wow, this like what's happening. <laughs> so maybe it means like after things are to the new normal, maybe exercising more is a good idea. It's very interesting for the non-sacral types as well, because often, I don't know, at least in America, it's probably similar in Australia, like the society tells us to have our kids involved in a lot of different things and they need to have extracurricular activities and, you know, join Mm. soccer and dance and all these different things. Maybe it's not actually telling us that, but maybe it did because it's in my head. (laughs) And now we're- Absolutely. (laughs) We have the same thing here. Absolutely. And now everyone- you, you have no choice, you know, like you're not allowed to go to those places right now. So you get to choose what you add back in, even now, like what activities you want to add back in. And 
some of the kids are going to want a little bit less and some of them are going to want a little bit more. It's a good time to be selective, isn't it, about what you're doing? Yeah. And I think it's worthwhile talking about, because we've spent a bit of time talking about using your energy if you're a sacral being. But for those of us who don't have sacrals, and that's 30% of the population, this can be really impacting them as well because they are amplifying all of this physical energy and of course you know we talk about what can happen in each of the open centers and what can happen in the open sacral is this not knowing when enough is enough not knowing when to stop just keeping going because you've got no filter you've got no you've got no definition there to say you need to stop doing this. You've done enough exercise or you've done enough tidying of the house or you've done enough Zooming or you've done enough cooking or whatever it happens to be. So you need to be very mindful of your energy levels. And I'm reminded of the fact that I know Nani and I are very familiar with the idea that projectors in particular are doing massive heavy lifting all the time. And their energy is holding, basically holding the grid, holding the template of the grid that we are all, all of the rest of us are anchored into. And that requires a huge amount of energy. So it's no wonder projectors are always exhausted because they're doing all of this work 24-7. And that basically takes up all of their energy. But of course, at the moment with what's going on with this sort of I don't want to call it global panic because I think we're past that. I don't think it is a global panic anymore. But with the change of the energy and, you know, the fact that we're all being pushed and triggered and all of that sort of thing over various things, the projector's job is even bigger at the moment in terms of it. And I know I might be getting a bit bit out there for some of you. Please, you know, take from this what you want to take from it and, and ignore it if you don't think that it's something for you but I just want to you know I just want to shout out to the projectors in particular but all of the non-sacral people just be very mindful of the fact that you are doing work just by being here and that this should not be there should not be any expectation on you and if you can design your life in such a way that you can actually use this time for projectors to follow your bliss, for manifestors to work out what it is that you want to do next, you know, what feels good for you that you want to do next. And for reflectors to sort of sit back and bask in the moon and know that you've got a whole month to make up your mind. In fact, you've probably got a few months to make up your mind on any decisions. Look at the positives of what's going on at the moment and really sink into your type. Use it as an opportunity to learn more about your human design type. Because, you know, Nani, you know what I'm going to say next. So if you understand your type and your strategy, then you don't have to do anything else. It doesn't matter about anything else. So if you do find yourself with spare time, and I think we said at the start of this that actually we probably don't have as much spare time or we're filling in our time quite nicely doing other things other than what we thought we might be doing. But just try to find out a little bit more about who you are and how you operate in the world. As well as your family members, because I've talked to projectors who, in this time, who are feeling the energy shifts, like maybe you're feeling them as though they're your emotions and not realizing. So anyways, what I'm trying to say is like, you might be feeling all these things, but it might not be yours. 
But if you think of like a little, little kids, I know that are projectors, it can be a, like, I guess, give them some compassion because they might not be understanding what they're feeling or why and like how big it is. And adults as well. I'll give, I'll give a shout out to all the projectors as well. And I was thinking about reflectors. If you have a reflector in your family, check in how they're doing because they're the barometer of what's going on. And since your house is what's going on, <laughs> however they're doing is how your family's doing. And I firmly believe that there's always a solution once you can pinpoint what the problem is. So they're not doing well, kind of just dig into it and figure out what's going on. I don't know what to say about manifestors. <laughs> Maybe Roz can jump in on that because I know it, I, I have to imagine that it's got to be somewhat hard if what you want to do requires a different scenario than our current reality, but maybe this is the time to think outside the box and find a new way to bring about what you already were thinking about or feeling or sparked up by. Yeah, yeah. And I look, you know, I think manifestors are one of the types that actually can plan, you know, because they don't have to respond to things that show up in their own good time. They don't have to wait for invitations. So you could probably argue that reflectors and manifestors are the ones that can plan at the moment. They might not be able to take action on things, or maybe they can. You know, it's going to depend on what it is, but this might be a time for manifestors to get out their planning journals or their, you know, coloured textures and their their coloured felt tips and, you know, to make some plans about what it is that they're going to do in the future, what feels good for them in their body, what they know needs to happen. And, and of course, if you work in the online arena, you'll know that there's a lot of stuff going on in online. So for some, for some people, there's no, no waiting. It's just getting straight in. It's jumping straight in. Something that I wanted to share is that I have been using essential oils during this time. Of course, this podcast oh, <laughs> is about human design and essential oils, but I, I never had, I know I'm saying that I maybe I'm less stressed, but I'm more anxious at times because of the uncertainty of how long something's going to happen or how probably how I'm going to make my long to-do list work. And I was reminded of the adaptive blend, which is basically helps you calm and calm down that anxiety. I have the rollerball touch version and I just roll it all over my chest and smell it as much as I can. Yeah, that one's been really helpful. Oh, it's amazing. I only got it this week. So just for those of you who are listening outside of the States, I'm not sure about any countries other than Australia, but it's certainly not available locally in Australia, but I purchased mine from the US. And this blend, Adaptive, which is what Nani's talking about, it's amazing. It really is. It's like, a, it's like a blend for the daytime. So it's not one that will knock you out at night. It won't put you to sleep. It won't sort of still your mind and allow you to go into a dream state or allow you to fall asleep. But it is one that will allow you to keep going. And it's, I've actually got my bottle here because I think I've been pretty much it's been attached to my person ever since I received it on a, a few days ago, but it's got wild orange, lavender, copaiba, spearmint, magnolia, rosemary, neroli, and sweet gum resin oil. I think I've got all of the 
oils that are in this blend, but it is beautiful. It smells really lovely and it it's really effective, really effective. So if you haven't got any of the adaptive range and you think you might need them, I think they do soft gels too, don't they? For mm-hmm. people who can actually take it as a, as a capsule, as a supplement. And they've got the roller and then which Nani's got, and they've got the 15 mil essential oil blend, which is what I've got. And I've been diffusing nonstop and putting on my pulse points and all. So yeah, that's amazing. Oh, the only other thing that just came to my mind is if you don't already have on guard or a protective blend, I think maybe I didn't have some of the anxiety that some people had not finding hand sanitizer because I had a bunch of on guard products. And so I make my own spray. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have the other products, but it's it's nice to know that you also can use essential oils. Just keep your immunity up and keep your mood up and your energy up. Yeah, <laughs> as, exactly. as much as you can. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you another one too, um, but one that I know a lot of our listeners will have, which I am just so drawn to at the moment. And I'm not normally. I know that sounds really weird because everyone's drawn to it. What am I talking about? I'm talking about frankincense. I have just been so drawn to frankincense lately. I'm not sure why. It's just yelling at me. It's saying, use me, use me, use me. And I've been using it. And it has been a real calming influence in my life. So if you've got frankincense, then use frankincense if you feel that you need a little bit of extra support in that area and use whatever you're intuitively drawn to you know we're all capable of of using our intuition to work out which essential oils we need in our lives at that particular moment so do that just go go to your collection and say which one of you guys do i need to use today and you'll you'll get an answer you'll and trust it and see what happens you know measure see what happens it's a really good exercise in learning to trust your own intuition. I do want to say one other thing as well, which we haven't really talked about because this is something that I'm very mindful of with my friends, with you, Nani, and with a few of my other friends here in Australia, and that is the Open Emotion Centre. And I know I think we might have discussed this in the last in the last episode, my open head and Ajna don't let me remember things like that. So <laughs> forgive me if I'm repeating myself. But you guys, you beautiful people, are amplifying the emotions of the global community at the moment. And I think it's really important to recognize that because a lot of the global community are not in a particularly stable place emotionally. And you are taking in that energy and amplifying it. So I just want to remind you that it's not yours, that it belongs to everyone else. It belongs to who it belongs to. It does not belong to you. And that's all well and good for me to say, isn't it? But you're feeling it. But there are options to make the process easier, to make the feeling of it you know, less impactful. And, you know, we've talked about this before. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we did mention this in the last episode. If not, we've mentioned it in others. You know, you, your emotion center is located at the bottom of your left rib cage. And if you put your hand there and you intend to protect that area, 
intend for that particular part of your physiology, that particular part of your energy, not to take on the energy of others. That will make things a lot easier for you to bear. It's not yours. What's going on emotionally on the planet is not yours. It belongs to everyone else. And you do, you're here to be wise about emotions. You're here to kind of dip in, sample it, see what's going on, and then dip out again. So make sure that you give yourself opportunity to be, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost reluctant to say this, but be by yourself. You know, if you can get outside, if you can back up to a tree, if you can lay on the ground, if you can find yourself in a room with the door shut and you can just say, okay, energy, emotional energy, time to leave because you don't belong to me. That will just help you to deal with what's going on at the moment. Nani, what about you? I mean, have you got anything more to say? Yeah, I was thinking just about protecting your energy. There's definitely value to being informed, but you can choose how much you let in or how often. Yes. Um, and if you're, say you're listening to the news and it's stressing you out or whatever emotion it's bringing to you, you can do all the things that Roz says and I also was thinking like you can counter, sometimes you just feel the emotion, whether you've tried to protect it or not. And the key then is to not hold on to it. And so for me, maybe this is a terrible tactic, but I then do something that makes me have the opposite emotion, like the excited emotion, like listening to a music, music or even then watching a lighthearted TV show or something like that or talking to a friend that lifts you up so that you can kind of balance that energy. That's just my idea. We, yeah, it works I think for that's, me. That's fabulous. That, that, really, that really helps. Everything that I said for the open emotions kind of applies to the open G center as well, because the G center is taking in other people's identities, how other people feel about themselves. And so from a global perspective, People aren't necessarily feeling that great about themselves at the moment. And that's not you. If you've got an open G-Centre, that's not you. That's other people. So just all of those things that I said for the emotions and that Nani said in terms of being around uplifting people, watching uplifting things, listening to music, that sort of thing can really help with both of those centres if you're feeling the heaviness in taking on other people's energies. So just be aware of that. So Nani, is that it? it or we... I'm sure we could go on much longer, but yeah. that's probably enough for people, other people's minds to take in. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how we go and whether or not we need to keep doing this. <laughs> and if we do, we will. And if we don't, we'll move on to other things. Well, thank you everyone so much for listening. We hope you're doing well during this time. If you are not doing well and you need some support, like definitely reach out to us. You can find our information on our websites, findyournaturalgroove.com or humandesigntools.com. And you probably can find it in the show note. Just putting that out there. If you have things that you want us to talk about, same thing. Let us know. We love responding to things. I think that's it. Thank you. Bye, Roz. Bye, Nani. Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.